The Big 12 season opener, January 6th, preview and picks edition on the Big 12 Experience, part of the Sports Big Podcast Network, is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast, brand new YouTube page. The Hockey Guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register over there today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. everybody to the big 12 college experience part of the sports coming podcast network oh boy it's here baby big 12 basketball 18 game gauntlet 18 rounds of everybody beating the hell out of each other thank god i've been waiting all fucking year for this two months of chaos best league in the damn land if you're wondering who you're listening to i am moneyline mac aka the former former video coordinator for bob huggins and frank martin and second man up in the box. You guys know him. Well, he's got family ties everywhere in the Big 12. He was born in Provo, Utah. Shout out to the Cougs. He's got family in Ames, Iowa, Cyclone Nation, and he lives in Morgantown, West Virginia. He is a walking contradiction. He is Rambling Rush, co-host of the Ryan Rush Show. Rush, what's up, brother? Guess the my ties are a little newer than Troy's ties. He, he's got that old school Big 12 in him. I guess he's got a little SEC blood in him now, too, so... Hey, yeah. well, welcome to uh, the Big 12 uh, basketball BYU, and obviously we got Houston with West Virginia. Uh, of course, it's we'll, we'll talk about this game a little bit funny, uh, but BYU got their first football win against Cincinnati in Provo, so we'll see if uh, basketball has the same thing in store. Oh, indeed, indeed, yeah. And seven games on the slate tomorrow. We'll dive into each and every one, but third man in the box, and Rush already talked about it. He's got family ties. Everywhere spread among the Big 12, whether it's Norman, Stillwater, Waco, Fort Worth. He's everywhere. He is the green mowing weed, smoking, weed growing, too. There you go, right there. He is the Big 12 guru, Troy Chunig. What's up, man? I'm sitting over here watching my country club sports on my phone. Uh, if you saw me laughing, it was because Scotty Scheffler just drove it into the group in front of him and hit the ball about 30 yards past where everybody was getting ready to hit their approach shots. So, yeah. Uh, Start the new year with some bets. Uh, Big 12, number one handicap. Remember who's playing at home. Just everybody out there. <laughs> yeah, I think we've learned that with the Big 10. The Big 10's kind of kicked off and the Big East has kicked off. So uh, let's let's dive right into it, though. Let's talk about kind of where we are in the Big 12 because everybody's 0-0. It's a new season. Let's see how technology savvy I can be here today. Um Putting it up, I'm pulling up the Kempom rankings for everybody, just so sometimes you got to sit back and, and dive into it. Um, looking at that, any specific team that stands out uh, that's a little, I don't know, surprises you that they're that high? Uh, I think BYU is going to be the clear one that kind of sticks out at like a sore thumb, being fourth in the country, according to Kempom. But you look at it, Houston 13 and 0, BYU 12 and 1, Baylor 11 and 2, Kansas 12 and 1. Um, you dive into it, it's what? Eight teams in the top 36, nine in the top 40. So nine teams, sorry, 10 teams positioned very nicely for an at large bid. And then obviously you got the group below with UCF, K State, Oklahoma State, and our Mountaineers rush. A lot of work to do for those four teams. Plenty of opportunities. Everything's going to be a quad one win. Rush, the floor is yours with uh, your thoughts on this beautiful league and where we're at on Friday, January the 5th. So I think we both agree, or, or most of us agree here, that probably BYU and Oklahoma are a little higher than they should be. Obviously, the one time Oklahoma was really tested was against UNC, and of course that was a loss. Uh, where West, the, the team's more on the bottom that, that could be up a little bit more. I'm curious how Cincinnati's going to do. I actually do think that's going to be a game in Provo. We'll see what happens at the end, obviously. It's at the Marriott Center, the second largest uh, on-campus 
basketball arena behind Syracuse, of course. Uh, but we'll, 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 I'm really curious, obviously, not to be a homer, but the West Virginia, too. Uh, Houston joins the Big 12. Might be a little welcome to the Big 12, Houston, uh, tomorrow. But obviously, with everything that's gone on with West Virginia, it's their 5-8. and It's not a real 5-8, and eight, I would say. Ryan, we talked about it on the Ryan and Rush show, and go check that out, of course, that their real start was probably that UMass game uh, against Frank Martin, and they're 1-3 and three since then. Um, so hopefully they can turn it around here, the start of the Big 12 season. Obviously, Jesse Edwards with his wrist bro- broken wrist, too. We still haven't had a full roster, even at the start <laughs> of Big 12 play. Uh, but, hey, good, good things can happen when you play like you have nothing to lose. Curious about Kansas State as well. We talked about it uh, with Tang. And there's something going on there. Obviously, we know what happened with Tomlin. And, you know, something didn't feel right. And then they started to, to get a little thing going there. So my biggest, my two biggest teams, I will say, uh, Ryan and Troy going into this season I, with the biggest question marks are TCU and Kansas State. Really curious how they do in Big 12 play. I, um, I'm most interested in this Iowa State-Oklahoma matchup, and I kind of wish yeah. that you could split this chart up to see what Iowa State's numbers would be home versus away because Iowa State going on the road to Oklahoma just immediately makes me, you know, the handicap is Oklahoma's playing at home, and they're they're pretty similar teams. But Iowa State seems to be that one that has the biggest difference between playing at home and, like, spanking teams that they're right around and playing on the road and – kind of not showing up as much so we'll see how that goes but that that's that's the most interesting one for me this week i think yeah and and unfortunately uh, uh expansion obviously it's nice bringing in houston it's nice bringing in byu it's nice bringing in uh a ucf at cincinnati but we do lose the true round robin gauntlet where everybody gets to play everybody um Going over to another tab, let's look at the futures market. So I think we all agree that BYU is a little bit inflated on the on the Kempom side of things. Looking at the other um, aspects, see this is why this is this is technology, man. This is this is best why, friend this is, and worst an- enemy. There and- we go. What if I do this? Is it up there? There it is. Mm-hmm. Let me just so grab you, my magnifying glass real quick. <laughs> well, I had right to up. screenshot the whole fucking <laughs> league. Um, so looking at so looking at the futures, everybody zoom in on youtube.com uh, slash college experience. Kansas leading the way at plus 290, 230, I think is the best. Sorry, plus 290 is the best odds. That's over at DraftKings, it looks like. Houston's actually plus 230, so kind of Kansas, mm. Houston, even. They got BYU slotted third at 7-1. to one. Baylor eight to one. Then you start getting into your longer shots with a Oklahoma there at 14 to one, Texas 20 to one, uh, TCU is in that 20 to one as well as Iowa state. And then you get in the 30, 40 range with just good programs, but uh, they, they got a lot of work to do. Texas tech K state. And then you get your four long, long shots with uh, Cincinnati 80 to one. OK State 150 to 1, UCF 150 to 1, and West Virginia's 250 to 1. Get sign me up. Give me a little bit. Give me a little bit of dollar menu on that 250 to 1. Yeah, that's um, worth a McDouble. Yeah, oh, no yeah. doubt. No doubt. Well, fucking McDouble with inflation's fucking five dollars nowadays. So fuck, thank you very little. Uh, but I digress. Anyway, let's let's give out a future. So I think we actually, I don't think we actually all agree who's gonna win. First off. Who do you think will win it? And then we'll give out a sleeper as well. Cause I see uh chat wants a future long shot. So that's why I want to do the segment before we dive into games. So I'll, I'll leave it off. Actually rush. You lead it off. Uh, So who I think is going to win the big 12. I'm yeah. taking Baylor plus 800. Um, I think they're really going to turn it around. Well, I guess not turn it around, but really peak when they need to. Later on in the season, I also think that's really good value at plus 800. Obviously, we know, especially the Big 12 tournament time, things happen. Um, certain coaches can get heart attacks and have a stint in place. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't yeah. be make, shouldn't make light of that situation, of course. We, we never want anything bad happening to people outside the basketball court. Um, long shot, man. I would go Kansas State. I, I, I know Ooh. we talked about it. Yeah, Tang. But Tang, you know, maybe they do figure it out around February. 
you know, anything can happen. Obviously, we know anything can happen in March Madness, but March Madness really starts at these conference tournaments. You know, a couple yeah. of these teams, the Kansas Houston, maybe they get bounced in the semifinals because they're tired. And to them, March Madness, the, the actual tournament means more to them. I, I would go Kansas State as my long shot. I will say, I don't know if we're doing this or not, but my bad value bet, I would not be anywhere near this is BYU. I know we have Ryan Hasey in the chat. He's he's probably a bigger BYU fan than I am. He's always nudging me to, to pick BYU. I will say the one time I finally picked them was against Utah, and I said they never lose that game, and of course they ended up losing that game. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go anywhere near BYU plus 700. I think that's I think that's terrible odds. So those are, those are my two. The, the probable with good odds, Baylor plus 800, and I'll take K-State with the long shot. Uh, what is that? Plus, let me get my magnify, plus 4,000. Hey. 40 to one. Uh, there Troy, you where, where are you going? Are you, are you uh, on the Sikkim train as well? With uh, I mean, I, I love the eight to one number for Baylor, but when Rush picks Baylor, that really, really scares <laughs> me. Oh, shoot. Oh, he man. Did it again. Well, it's got to even out. It's gambling, started, right? Yeah. So hopefully you're at the 50% number and they don't end up like seventh or eighth in the league here. <laughs> um, if they're going to give you almost three to one for Kansas, you got to take that. Just it's the big 12 regular season. You might hate them. You might not like them. It's just the boring pick, but yeah, you got to take them there. Um, Baylor at eight to one is definitely worth a sprinkle at least a little bit, but you know, I started the the show off talking about them. I think maybe the offense travels a little bit better this year and you get a 20 to one on Iowa state that, that, mm. that might be my longer shot pick there. Um, I'm not really willing to go any further down the list in this league without, you know, the chance of being an elite team. I don't know if I see that from tech K state and Cincinnati, but Cincinnati is another interesting one. If they're able to, you know, go to Provo and even if they lose the game by a couple of points, I know they're, we'll talk about it later, but at 80 to one and they, they're what 11 and two right now. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm with you, uh, Troy. That, that seems like a kind of a blind sprinkle. Yeah. No, I mean that's why that's why their futures in the chat's asking is this regular season or postseason? This is only regular season. Mm -hmm. So when we get to the last game and that's played, they're going to release the tournament odds um, uh, that that Saturday or whatever before the tournament. Or I think it, it comes out like a week, so it'll come out based off of where the teams are seated. So um, I'm I'm. This is easy for me. <laughs> Kansas, Kansas is going yeah. to gonna win the league. Be uh, because it's the regular hate. season, you got to yeah. get Kansas. Yeah, I mean, you could get cute. You could take Houston. You could take Baylor. I'm not. Three to one, Kansas. Bill Self wins, what, championship number like 16, it seems like, 17. He's, he's got more seasons coached at Kansas than losses at the Fog. So, you know you're going to at least go 9-0 in, in those games. Ryan, there's a little – I need to clarify this because I, I might be messed up myself with, with my bets. Is this this is regular season? I thought this was conference. Like who wins the Big Twelve? No, no, no. This is regular who season. Who wins the Big oh, Twelve? Oh, regular well, season okay. title. Yeah. yeah. Throw out that Kansas State uh bullshit that I, I said. I, I was thinking maybe they get a little <laughs> magical run. Uh Kansas is absolutely the right side to this with you guys are right. Um and I'll That's throw why out I Baylor was too. No, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was we I'm like because then yeah. I saw in the chat too. So a little if, dysfunction as well. If Russia's off Baylor, I'm on Baylor. Okay, there we go. Okay, I'll I'll <laughs> hey, I'll make a deal with you, Troy. We'll we'll make a make a we'll swap, but I'm still I'll, betting yeah, Kansas. Yeah, I'll take Kansas, too. you take Baylor. Well, I'm, I'm still Baylor. betting Kansas too, but you can take Kansas. Okay, your but pick you know, for and the then yeah. of the I do like show. the Iowa State though. If we're talking dark horse, you know, something I I will agree Iowa State with with the dark horse. So, I'm going to go Kansas Iowa State. I I apologize to the great audience out there. I thought we were doing actually the Big 12 champ. Okay. So, yeah. Um and, and if you want the Iowa State angle, I got their schedule pulled up. They do not go to the fog. So I think if they, you're going to have to find a way to win the Big 12, you got to avoid going to the fog. West Virginia doesn't go to the fog. So, yeah, get in over there, 250 to one. Just kidding. Um, but, yeah, no, can. I'm – Dollar to win 250? Why not? <laughs> why not? Uh, I'm with you. Kansas is going to win it. Uh, I think the worst bet, honestly, is Houston. Houston's not going to win the league. They, this is, they're not they just going to walk, they, they're not going to walk into the best league in America for the first time and, and go 14 and four. Honestly, they're in, a, they're in a weird position where Kelvin Sampson's coached in the Big 12 plenty for them to not really be a true like rookie in, in terms of how they're going to approach it. I think, 
I think Houston has a chance to win. And I think that the, the odds show that Vegas knows how good of a team they are, but I, I still don't think you can, you can stray from Kansas in a regular season, big 12 bet. No, I I'll, I'll make the prediction Houston 11 and seven in big 12 play. Really that, that'll get you. That I mean, that'll get you in the three, four, five range. I mean, everybody, the the winner will go thirteen and five. It's rare that you may get that elite Kansas or that the elite Baylor team from a couple years ago that went like what sixteen and two or whatever. Um, but that's not usually what happens. Not going to happen teams, this year. Yeah, not happening this year. So, all right, that's enough futures. Uh, long shot. I think we all agreed. Iowa State twenty to one, just with the way the yeah. schedule breaks. Um, but. We pretty much all agree on uh, Kansas. So, yeah, I, I, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I hate fucking taking Kansas. But if Kansas is going to fucking win, I'm going to make some fucking money. And I'm telling you right now, the easiest bet to, in college basketball, if they fall down double digits at any point in the fog, you fucking bet them right there. You fucking bet them because you know those three fucking zebras are going to give them every call to get them to win. It's it's the it's the greatest bet in all sports. So, uh, Russ, did you have anything to add? No, I along with you think Houston's a bad bet. I I will still agree that Oklahoma BYU bad bets too. Those odds are terrible. They're they're yeah, not they're not you're winning. Buying the them at the top. Yeah, and I don't think that they're they really have the team makeup to win the conference. I'm sure they'll win a couple of big games, whether it's a couple on the road and and some at home. But I don't think that they'll do the 13 or 14 conference wins between either one no. of those schools. Mm-mm. Couldn't agree more. All right, let's hit an ad break, and then let's dive into these seven <laughs> matchups that we got on Slate, and we'll give out a lock dog. Uh, we're not teasing college basketball. Um, Brendan Todd Birdie. <laughs> money, line, money line round robin at the end. But first, we got to talk about underdog fantasy, and underdog is a great way to play alongside your favorite players all season long with NFL, NBA, NHL, college hoops, college football. Simply pick higher or lower so that you can get your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Troy, I know you got some underdog plays geared up, higher or lower. What are we looking at here, my man? For uh, for the basketball tomorrow, they already have a couple of the games with uh, some of the props out, and I'm going to go for you guys. I'm going Raekwon Battle higher than 15 and a half points. Well, I hope you're right. And LJ Cryer <laughs> higher than 22 and a half point rebound and assist combo. That's just a normal like three that. to one play. And then the bonus play, since we're up like. 25 units in the last three nights in hockey we're going uh the game that i'm going to here as soon as this is over we're going with sebastian aho on the hurricanes over half a goal or higher than half a goal and anthony mantha higher than half of a point those are two spices so it's a four and 4.6 to one that's not a a, a very bad bet in my mind aho always scores against the caps and mantha has been on a roll he might be the best player on the capitals you heard the man. Get over there and, and make sure you follow all Troy's plays in, in the game of hockey. Uh, watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little bit of cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you use that sign-up code right at the top of your screen, T-C-E-S-G-P-N, Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy promo code S-G-P-N. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast, and they're giving away a free hoodie. They just launched a new YouTube channel. Go over there, celebrate, subscribe, give a good review. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash HGP. That is the SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash HGP. All righty. We are back on the Big 12 College Experience. Time to finally pick some games. And what better place to start in this beautiful league then at the fog, let's start at the fog. Two o'clock Eastern, CBS, um, TCU, the Horned Frogs. I've actually been a little bit underwhelmed with this TCU team. They did lose a lot from last year. Uh, Kansas, 12-1, and we talked about it. They are a little bit overrated, in my opinion. Um, that doesn't mean I think they suck, Kansas fans, but I think they are a little bit overrated. Uh, Kansas, or TCU, actually won at the fog last year by 20. It was a rare instance where Kansas struggled at the fog the year before that. They lost by four. They, for some reason, really struggle with TCU, and I think it's because TCU is so fucking physical and the athletes. I'm going to take the points. I think TCU is actually going to probably control the game. I think this is that game 
where Kansas comes back and wins it by five or six. It, they trail a bunch of this game, grind it out. Um, they struggle. They struggle with a- athletic teams. TCU is that. Uh, give me the points with the frogs, Troy. I um I see this one at eight and a half on on DK right now. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that's going to go up or down just because of last year's result. But I would assume that Kansas kind of wants to prove a point after getting thumped last year by this team. Um, I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to lay it, whether it's at eight and a half or nine, either way. But I think the better bet for this one would be to wait until halftime and maybe live bet something in the second half for Kansas, whether it's like minus four and a half or minus five and a half in the second half. Yeah. Because I do think if, if TCU is going to play pretty well, they will hang with them for a little while, but got to handicap what five or six points for the refs at the yeah. fog. Oh, at least. Mm-hmm. At least so this is, a, this least. is, they're asking you to cover three. Give me, give me Kansas. So you brought up these past couple matchups, uh, Ryan. So last year obviously was, was that blowout um, that TCU just crushed him. I remember that was, I think it was the same time on, on CBS as well. Yeah. What, the, 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 di- the difference you have this year and then the year following, they lost at TCU, but then they beat them uh, by four the next time they played them. And in, in those scenarios, when they play TCU at the fog, it's two years ago. It was late. It was that first week of March. They had number 21 Texas on deck. Last year, I think it was Baylor was 13. They had him next. So a little bit of the look ahead, you know, it, it happens. And Kansas is known to drop one at the fog here and there. Uh, but this time, they're, they have UCF on deck. And this is starting the Big 12 play. I think Kansas is going to remember, you know, what TCU's done to them in the past couple of years. I don't think TCU's that same team. And I think with UCF next and your opening Big 12 play up, I think Kansas is here to make a statement. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the points with Kansas at minus nine. And I'm joined by our fellow friend who's back oh, ready yes. for action. Yes. Back ready to uh get some pleasure. He's all rested up. His loins have been rested after the nice holiday season. So we'll see how Kennedy is doing. And he falls on the ground because he wants nothing to do with TCU or the Fort Worth area over there. So one second, everyone. Sorry, technical difficulties. Kennedy's getting up and going again. He's getting hard again. Here we go. Uh, I, I, this, uh, the chat's making a good point. It is uh, a revenge game for you day um, or however you, you pronounce it uh, big man for TCU who played at Kansas. So, uh, what did what did uh what did the coin have? So I know why Kennedy fell off the table. He picked TCU and you know the Fort Worth Dallas area where bad things happen. So he felt anyway. So he he's with TCU. Plus so nine. me and Kennedy on TCU. Rush Troy on the Jayhawks. Uh, Troy makes a good point. Look to live bet him. I, I'm letting you know right now too. I am on TCU with the points. If TCU punches them in the mouth and they go up ten, I'm going to fucking bet the shit out of Kansas. So I'll join you on that angle. Um, all right, next up, and this is ridiculous. West Virginia is going to the unbeatable Houston Cougars. Houston is laying 21. I can't remember the last time I've watched a Big 12 game where I've had a 20 point line. I, well, usually there's not a bad team in the Big 12. I, they're saying West Virginia is bad. Um, but this is fucking ridiculous. Uh, West Virginia, yes, five and eight on the on the outside surface. If you see the record, they just went toe to toe with Ohio State and Cleveland. Probably, probably could have won the game. Should have won the game. Is what it is. Houston, thirteen and zero, first time in the Big Twelve. All the pressures on them. They're undefeated. They're they have the nation's longest winning streak. They play with their food in these home games. This is the Big Twelve. You don't lay fucking twenty points. This isn't the fucking American. Take West Virginia. This game, it's going to be a one or two possession game. This is a welcome to the Big 12. You can't mm-hmm. overlook anybody in this fucking league. West Virginia has the guards to make shots to stay in the game. Yes, Houston's really good, but this is the fucking Big 12. Take the Mountaineers, and I we'll see what the money line is. I may sprinkle some. This 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 may be the shocker of the day. Uh, Troy, where are you going? I mean just looking at what West Virginia has done throughout the year kind of skews what I think of the team because they're just now starting to get to that point where they're, they're possibly gelling where everybody else was in the fifth and sixth game of the year, but I'm going to lay it. 
I, I've never seen You're a spread. <laughs> I've never seen a spread this big in the Big 12, and that's my cue. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay it. I, I, I know I'm crazy, and I know that there will be ways to live bet this and hedge out of it if I need to, but I'm going to go ahead and lay the 21. I think Houston is really, really good, and I love Kelvin Sampson, Oklahoma legend. So, And I know you guys aren't going to lay it, so I got to do something different than both of y'all. <laughs> well, no, we appreciate it, Troy. It's like community service, so that West Virginia will cover because you're taking Houston now. You don't have the yeah. Ground. We don't want to put the sweep out there. No, yeah. No. Uh, for what it's worth, for anyone, Houston's at Ames after this. I think that's another welcome to the Big Twelve. We'll, we'll obviously get to that game when we do. This is a lot of points. I don't. I think. I think West Virginia is, is going to make this a game with you. I agree with you, Ryan. I could see it kind of be one, two possessions, and then. Some fouls at the end, you know, West Virginia ended up losing by like 10, but that's obviously not the story of the game. 21 points is a lot. And I I, I really, maybe now or never, but I got it. This is not the five and eight West Virginia team. Is a, it, This is a different, I'm, I'm absolutely taking the points here with West Virginia. Uh, Kennedy is taking Houston. So he's on Houston. Troy's on Houston. Um, so we've been split 2-2 in, in the first two games. Uh, real quick, before we dive into game number three in this slate, I love the way that they have these games staggered out, too. Uh, we got to talk about game time. Rush, you're a big advocate of the game time app. Used it plenty over the years. It's been great to us. Tell us a little bit about this game time. Game time's fantastic. I've been using it since its inception back in the mid-10s. I've used it. Obviously, we've, we've gone to... Uh, Nationals games met up with Troy, uh, Ryan, obviously when I'm back in the, the DC area, love going to caps games, nationals games, uh, with Troy meeting him over there. Of course we used it out in Vegas for my bachelor party for the nice UNLV Hawaii game it was simple, simple, couple quick clicks. It was, it was good to go. Uh, it's great. You can use your, you can see your seats where you're going to be looking at. It's the easiest app to use. Um, if for some reason, obviously, there, there's other ticketing sites out there. They'll work with those other ticketing sites to get you the best deal to transfer your tickets over. It, it's a fantastic app. I, I couldn't recommend it enough. It's really great. And like you said, we've used it in the past. So get over there to Game Time. Uh, Sag those tickets without stress with Game Time. Download the app, create an account, code CFBX for $20, $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create that account, CFBX, $20 off. Download the Game Time app, last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. And, you know, they got historical data with the NFL, NBA, and soccer bets. Stop betting in that dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets or visit HOFX.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. We are back on the Big 12 College Experience talking openers. And real quick, everybody, I know everybody's probably like, oh, Max is taking fucking West Virginia once again. Last couple times they've been big dogs and I've laughed at the lines. Virginia lost at the buzzer. Ohio State lost at overtime. So West Virginia is a good dog team. Back against the wall, no pressure, play with Talos money. Let's move along. Go Mountaineers. Fuck you. Go Mountaineers. Welcome to the Big 12. Uh, just kidding. I actually really like Kelvin Sampson. I'm glad they're in the league, but I hope you fucking miss every shot tomorrow and lose. Uh, <laughs> this game is interesting to me. Baylor's going to Oklahoma State. You know what's weird, Troy? And Troy definitely knows this. And I know in the chat, we got my buddy, Pat Schulte. He, uh, he worked for Mike Boyden um, and worked for Brad Underwood at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has always fucked with Baylor. It, I, it, it's their athletes. And Mike Boyden, like we, we've talked about numerous times how he's on the hot seat and it's most likely going to be his last year, but he's always good in the Big 12 games. He, For some reason, they play their best ball in January and February, and then they kind of peter out in March. I'd like Oklahoma State to potentially win this outright. Baylor has also been known under Scott Drew to start slow in the Big 12. Last year, I think they were 0-3 to start the league um, and 1-4. and Oklahoma State usually plays better in Waco than Stillwater, which is the other ironic thing, but it is the new arena. I'm a, 
I think they're begging you to take Baylor. I like the athleticism. Mm-hmm. I think Oklahoma State actually played better over this last month. We just everybody's so out on them because of how bad they were in uh, um, November. Baylor's not there defensively. They're still pretty fucking soft, in my opinion. Give me, give me the Cowboys, and I think this is a money line dog play. Troy. Yeah, we were talking about it before the show, right before Rush jumped in. This seems like a a, a money line play on Oklahoma State playing at home. I don't think Baylor's played that well at all throughout the beginning part of the year. And of course that Michigan state game really scares you because they show you that the ability to grind might not quite be there yet. They, you could, you could score an extra eight or 10 points and cover a line, even if you don't win a game. And so I, I think I'm going to take Oklahoma state and the points here. And I'm, I'm definitely going to lay the money line, uh, that seems like a way more higher value play. And what's the point in gambling if you're not trying to win big? It's like the Mighty Ducks, the Mighty Ducks 2, the coach of the Hawks. It's not worth winning if you can't win big. So I think I think the money line here is is the play. Do you know how I see this game going down? I, I literally see it is is Baylor's up eight points. And Oklahoma State has that last couple seconds to shoot a three and they score. And they cover by it, they lose by five points and cover. No, the spread. it'll be even dumber. Like Baylor fouls the guy on a layup and gives him an and one or, for a three. So that's how I see this game going down. I think Baylor does squeak it out. I guess this is a little uh tuning civil war, isn't it? Baylor versus OK State. Oh yeah. Um I, I'm I'm gonna take the points with Oklahoma State. I don't think I'm not gonna take the money line. I don't think they will win um outright but i'm telling you i it just i have a feeling something dumb's gonna happen at the end where baylor's leading the whole time they should cover this game and then something stupid happens we've seen it time and time again uh kennedy's all over the texas schools really yeah taking baylor as well and i got it pulled up right here guys the last two years in waco um I remember this game because I had Oklahoma State. Baylor made two free throws to cover the four. They won by six. Uh, a couple years ago, they won by two. And then the Cowboys were able to win the a couple years before that. So it's been a tight game every single time that Baylor's gone to Stillwater. In other words, it's another Big 12 game. And you said <laughs> you said, uh, you said said Kennedy took Baylor? Yes. Yeah, so okay. so uh, Kennedy yeah. helped us out, not have the graphic across. So here you go. I got. I'm, I'm writing it on my little notes. Just gotcha. So I, I got track it here for too, the po- post game show. Yeah. You know, it might have a couple couple cocktails, couple beers tomorrow. Not a couple. <laughs> um, all right, let's move along. And, couple and, for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, a couple of mimosas. <laughs> UCF is going to K State. K State's laying three and a half. This is the smelliest line of the. This line reads, but. So yeah, everybody's pro- everybody's probably saying, "What the? Why is K State only laying three and a half?" I don't know the status of point guard uh, Tyler Perry. He went down with an awkward injury. They uh, they had another injury as well the other night against Chicago State. Uh, David Nagesson, he also went down. I don't know if uh, the kid from um, Sanford's going to play Glover. So there's a lot of there's a lot of injuries that are playing into this and why K State is only laying three and a half. But I'm not taking UCF on their first fucking road game in the Big Twelve. I think this is a if you want to take UCF, you're getting cute, man. They get K State, old Big Twelve over new Big Twelve. They're gonna they're gonna grind that thing out. I think they're going to win by like six, six or seven. Didn't we have a smelly line in football this year too for the Big uh, 12 opener? Oklahoma. UCF, uh, no, UCF yeah. went to Manhattan, and we're like, oh, man, this line rigged. Should we take UCF? And then K-State just railed their ass. Uh, this is K-State. Drum tang. That that place will have, have a good atmosphere. Let's uh let's go K-State. Ryan Hasty's on the very, very shiny nights. He's getting cute. Yeah, um, call me a cutie pie. This is UCF on the road, um, and I think they might win this game outright. Uh, Kansas State has just not really impressed me in any aspect of the game so far, and then for them to also be banged up. I mean, maybe it works out like the football team where some of the guys that are fill-ins are you know, excited to be playing for Kansas State and play pretty well, but they're going to have to prove that to me before I, I put any money on them, and at three and a half, that's nothing – Again, I think the money line play is the value here, but but on the nights, uh, I'm, I'm taking Johnny Dawkins here. 
Johnny Dawkins. Yeah, I'm 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 with you, Mac. This is Kansas State by at least four. Uh, it, this line does stink, but you got to think if if Kansas State has any fight in them and and they want to do well in the Big Twelve. Obviously, this is at home. It's against a newcomer. You have to win these games, and you have to do them somewhat convincingly because obviously you got there's computers and all that Kim Palm rankings and stuff. I, I I'm taking Kansas State. It kind of, I kind of look at it like the Wichita game. That line reeks, and they just won by like seven. It, it'll be ugly, but they'll get it done. Uh, yeah, maybe one of those where fouling at the end is is the yeah. thing to do it over the line. Uh, Kennedy's on Kansas State as well. All right, Troy's in the in the foxhole with uh, Ryan Hasty in the chat. So I've been on like I've it. been on UCF correctly though. The only game I picked against them was Stetson, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do like the very, very shiny nights. They fucked me against Ole Miss. I, I, I hate them. All right, this one is going to be a good one. I'm look. I'm really looking forward to this one. Iowa State, the Cyclones coming in. They're playing good basketball. Oklahoma clearly playing good basketball with that 12 and one record, ranked in the top 25. They're only laying three. I was a little surprised that it's only three. Um, Some places it's down to two and a half. Yeah. Already. Um, this game, they played the second game last year, I believe in Norman and Iowa state was able to go in there and get to win. Iowa state's just a team that always overachieves and Porter Mosher just hasn't proven it to me in big 12 play yet to trust and delay points, especially at home. I'm going to be on the cyclones. I think the cyclones are going to win this game. I, I trust the, the toughness and the culture of that program in an opener here. They do have Houston on deck, but I don't think this is a look ahead. Like this is an opener against Oklahoma. They're not looking ahead. It's not look ahead season where you're feeling yourself. Oklahoma's in the top 15. So they're not looking past Oklahoma. Uh, looking at Oklahoma, they got TCU on deck. So not really a look ahead there either. Uh, give me the Cyclones to grind this thing out. They win by three. Cyclones for me. TJ Otzelberger. This is a. Uh what I would consider a 50, 50 game, like a, a a pretty very even matchup between both the teams, which means you keep it simple. Uh, the home team in the big 12 gets my money. I'm, I'm laying the points with Oklahoma, but I do feel much more comfortable at the two and a half number than the three. Yeah. I think it could be an exact three point game. It is worth noting that environment does suck. Oh yeah. It's not a yeah, real home. Terrible. It's not a real home advantage. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. more of the, the system says, you know, Big 12 team at home, if you think that they're pretty even, maybe lean that way a little bit. Ryan, you brought up that Porter Moser is, uh, his, you know, it struggles when Big 12 play comes around. Well, he, they got a great solution. Join the SEC next year. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, how, <laughs> that's how you fix that. So uh, this, is, this is that game where Iowa State looks over at Oklahoma and says, yeah, that little number next to your name, that's actually really ours, and we're going to show you why. And and Iowa State win Iowa State money line here, but yes, definitely take them with the spread. It's students or no students, Ryan. It doesn't matter. They don't show up in Norman for so. Hey, the Thunder have killed the crowds in Stillwater and in Norman. It sucks. Those used to those places used to be fucking yeah. bonkers. And and Rush makes a good point. They're going to the SEC. Remember when they played the SEC last year and beat Alabama by like thirty, and they were in last place in yeah. the Big Twelve. It was like, yeah, I think the Big Twelve is uh, the king of college basketball. The last place team just housed the number one overall seed by 30. Uh, who'd you say Kennedy was on? Uh, I didn't, but Kennedy's on Iowa State as well. There you go. All right, Troy, back-to-back foxholes. Next up. Stuck on the landlocked, landlocked Oklahoma Island. <laughs> oh, this is a fucking easy game to pick. Texas Tech's going to Austin. You know, Texas isn't really a wine and cheese crowd anymore. I will say, Chris Beard fucking turn that thing around from like a engagement standpoint. Obviously he had some dust ups off the court too that went away and now he's at Old Miss. Yeah. I mean, dust ups are dust ups, you know, it is what it is. Um, Tomorrow is dust up. Day tomorrow is dust up day. Play. Tomorrow is uh, yeah. Tomorrow uh, is yeah, January sixth. Uh, Del Rio. <laughs> com- completely off topic. That's the easiest bet of all time. Is take the the TJ Watt sack over on January sixth against the black quarterback. <laughs> I mean, come on. 
Oh, I didn't. Even, I totally forgot that tomorrow's January sixth. So shout out to the Dust Up crew. Probably <laughs> canceled and fucking fucking somebody. I got to get my Ram head out for tomorrow. <laughs> let's go, Viking Skull. <laughs> Nobody's gonna put a hit out on my ass. All right, let's go. Uh, Texas Tech's going to Austin. You know, I actually kind of did struggle with this game, but I'm gonna go back to the previous game. I'm going to trust the culture of Texas Tech with Graham McCaslin. I think I'm getting a huge coaching advantage here. McCaslin versus Rodney Terry. I know Texas has looked better with Dylan DeSue back in the lineup, that rim protector, but Texas Tech, man, this is kind of – this is their Super Bowl. They love to beat Texas, and I don't think there's much separating these two teams. I think it's going to be a physical war. I think Texas Tech is able to muck it up and get uh, win number one here in the Big 12, and they'll grind it out. Same handicap as I would say. Give me the road team in this one. Going against the system all day long, huh? Yeah, it's it's the openers. The students aren't completely back on campus. They're coming back this week. I think uh, I think I'm going to lay it here. Just I can't I can't get away from some of the Big 12 openers and the home teams being all all pumped up and you know you might get a little bit better of a turnout just because it's kind of the same idea as college football where the 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 beginning of the year all the hope is there and there's there's still a ton of you know well what if what if we do play well what if what if we do have a pretty good squad I'm going to lay it with Texas I do think there's a chance that this number might get down to 3 I have seen 3 and a half somewhere it might get down to 3 um, but it would, it, this one might also be another one where if, if Texas tech is close enough, you might look at Texas in the second half, some of the second half lines, but I'm going to go ahead and lay it. Um, I think the, the, the home system is something that's really, really stupid, but it works. So rolling with it. This is an in-state rivalry game. I think this is a year. Texas takes a step back. Uh, we'll, we'll see what Rodney Terry looks like in a, in a first full year um, at Texas, but I could definitely see him taking a step back. I felt like last year's team was Chris Beard's team, um, and I, I got to take the points. I think this is a one-possession game either way, two to three points. It comes down to the last shot to win it, so I'm taking the points with Texas Tech at plus four. Now, if this went down to around two and a half, three, then maybe, but four seems seems right to, to take Texas Tech. And we will see. And Kennedy what. is on Texas Tech as well. Yeah, and if if uh, the game does come down to the wire, you know who's going to pucker up. That's the other thing. Like, Texas yeah. doesn't win close games. They the win refer- those front-runner the, games. The referees will cover for the pucker. Cover. Yeah, I don't know if Texas basketball moves the needle, though, like, like Texas football, so – uh, well, this is where the Big 12 evens it out. Yeah. They're, they and, don't want Texas winning another. And also, while, I don't know. while everybody's in here, we are going to do one of our special Sunday or Saturday episodes tomorrow. Um, yes. Probably right in the middle of the Cincy BYU game at night, just kind of recapping everything from the day. So if you guys are, you know, having some drinks, watching college basketball all day, we'll be able to hit you up with the appetizer before the main college basketball show tomorrow night, just recapping some of these. Well done, Troy. That's a great transition into uh, Cincy BYU. I was waiting uh, for it. I had I, I know. I mean, I <laughs> all right seven of my brain cells on that one. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, like you said, uh, like Troy said, we'll be live tomorrow night. To uh, We're going we're gonna to do this during Saturdays in college troop season where we're going to be the, the pregame show for the main show Saturday night. So we'll go live during this uh, BYU-Cincinnati game, recap the first six days, talk about the other uh, games across the country too before uh, Colby and I and, and Noah and, and Troy and Rush will be sprinkled on there throughout the year as well. So, um, But this is the finale. This is the game seven of seven. Cincinnati going to BYU. We both talked about it like it's kind of – we're both these teams are really good um, or their records are really good. I think they're still a little bit unknown with them. I just think – since the super soaker, as Colby said in Provo, that place could be on fire for this Big 12 opener. And Cincinnati has not shown me shit away from home. I'm gonna lay the big number. I'm gonna lay, I'm gonna lay 11. I think BYU is gonna win this thing by 15. Um, 
I it, it is it is a lot. I know that, but I feel like they're begging you to take Cincinnati. I don't think they're begging you to take West Virginia. I think everybody just thinks West Virginia sucks. See five and eight. Cincinnati's what twelve and two, and they're getting eleven points on the road. This is the altitude that Rush talked about. Um, Cincinnati's first game in the altitude. I think they're going to be sucking wind. Give me the Cougars in a blowout here uh, to wrap up uh, the first Big Twelve Saturday. Um, this number is not scary at all. This is four trips down the floor for BYU. <laughs> this is the the eleven points is not enough. I almost see this going up as we get closer to the game. Um, I'm laying it. Uh, this is no big deal. And BYU, I think, is one of the teams that is certainly challenging for that, like we were talking about on the last basketball episode, for that that top tier in the league. Man, they can score the basketball, and good offense beats good defense all day, every day, especially this early in the season without everybody being clued in on their rotations perfectly and all that. BYU moves the ball. BYU shoots the ball. Uh, this is going to be an NBA-style game, and BYU is going to win maybe even in that 20 number, but I like the 15. I think the 15 sounds about right. Just like the the Kansas losing by double digits at home autoplay, BYU, if I know they're not an un, this is just for the season, just everyone. Uh, if they're ever a dog at home, oh yeah, take, take BYU. Uh, it, that, that's one of the easiest plays. I'm with you guys. I'll take the 11 points as well. Provo is going to be... It, Honestly, besides the altitude, it's like I said to to start off this episode, it's the second biggest on-campus basketball arena for, for college basketball, right behind Syracuse. Like I said, yeah, on campus, I said on campus, yeah, it'll be full with a bunch of Mormons on a sugar high ready to just go. And, and hey, I mean, I, I don't know if this has anything to do, Ryan, I guess you can speak to this more than I can because you were in the industry. I mean, it's a it's a late night for Cincy, uh, you know, two yeah. hours behind. I mean, I think that does have a factor in this as well. I, I, I think the 15 to 20 range is appropriate. So I'll, I'll lay the 11. There you go, Ryan Hasty. I'm with you. Let's go BYU. And there we go. We got our first, uh, first all graphic across. Everyone's taking yeah. the Y, including Kennedy. So, so the Cincinnati's going to lose Soker by 10. Sweep. There you go. <laughs> They're going to bank in a three. Yeah, there you go. So absolutely beautiful. It. I'm so glad this league is back. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's give it out. Lock dog. And we'll throw in We'll throw in around Robin. Although we're not going to have the odds out yet. Lock and dog for my lock. Hmm. I'll go right back to the well. West Virginia plus 21. Get the fuck out of here with that fucking number. I'm locking up the Mountaineers uh, just like I did against UVA, just like I did against Ohio State, getting those big numbers. Probably going to lose the game by five, maybe 10. So Mountaineers are my lock. Dog. Which one do I like the best? I think I'm going to. Are you trying Let's, to pick between Tech and Oklahoma State? Uh, and Iowa State. Like I, I like all three of those. But Only one of them's at home. Yeah, yeah. Let's cowboy it up. Guns up. Actually, no, no, no. I could see them losing right at the end. They Oklahoma State always gives games away. Give me Iowa State to go into Norman. Mm. Get it done. Give me Cyclones, TJ Otzelberger and company. Get it done in Norman. I uh... – I know I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm locking Kansas in a home game at the fog in the big 12. Um, this might be something that you hear very, very constantly on this show out of me. Uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, if it's not broken, why try to fix it? I'm locking Kansas at home and I'm going with UCF as the only dog that I actually picked. So kind of forced into UCF here. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really impressed with Kansas state and, TCU kind of falls into the same area of they haven't quite proven it yet. So between those two, I, I feel pretty confident. Take a little of each of yours. I'm going to lock Kansas and I'm going to dog Iowa state. There you go. Kansas, Iowa state. What's uh, the, uh, what's the West Virginia money line? I don't see it out yet. That's bullshit. The, the, the money lines. Give me a nice money, like eight to one on the money line, baby. The money lines won't come out till later. Uh, if we're going to throw together round robin, we all agreed on Oklahoma State. 
Yeah, I'm fine with doing that yeah, for a round yeah. robin. Okay, state. Um, okay, right, so state. We need to throw Iowa in State two. and Kansas. I see Ryan Ryan Hasty singing in the chat. I said Kansas is my lock. I ain't say Kansas. State. What a, Kansas what about, is my lock. What about OK State, Iowa State, and BYU? Well, it's not a dog. Now we got to work some in here that we think are actually gonna gonna win instead of just only. Do we picking. think Iowa State? Are we all on Iowa State? I mean, I was on Oklahoma to cover, but at oh, that yeah. small of a number, I would not be afraid of throwing Iowa State into a parlay. Do you guys hate throwing Tech in there? Not a lot. I'll throw Tech in there. I think. Go- I mean, I think we all said that it was going to be a close game. You guys did take or Troy did delay it with Texas, but you said it was going to be a close game. So if we go. Cowboys, Cyclones, and Red Raiders. That's what I think. But I don't want to mess up Troy's picks. I think the best way to do that would be to, to instead of Moneyline dog them, would be to parlay them with the points. We, I, Yeah, we could do that. But that that, that, that ruins it the really whole Moneyline dog. <laughs> it's Moneyline dog parlay. Yeah, but you don't get any money when you lose. Let's give out two different ones. Let's go, let's yeah. go Moneyline, and then we'll do a spread one. There we go. Um, so, so we said for that one, Oklahoma state, which we all agreed on. And then we all said, I would say Texas tech was going to be a, a grinder both games. So we take the, all those money lines, um, which spreads did we want to throw in there? BYU probably, probably BYU, West Virginia, Oklahoma state. Yeah. We all agreed on Oklahoma state. We all agreed on BYU. Troy did take Houston. Yeah, but at twenty one, that's that's a that's an okay one to throw into a parlay. Okay. So this is more, yeah. So this is just our parlay: West Virginia plus twenty one, Oklahoma State plus five and a half, BYU lay in the number, and then our dog round robin. Throw those throw those three puppies in there, Cowboys. So we got a lot a lot of liability on Mike Boyden at home. Come on, Mike, don't don't fuck us at home. Uh, I'm glad I didn't take them as my dog because then it would have been I got to go all in on this Oklahoma State game. Uh, and then we took the Cyclones and Red Raiders to uh, say "fuck you" to the SEC. Uh, that's uh, against Texas and Oklahoma. So, all right, Troy's got to get out of here. Uh, we got to get out of here. We'll be back on the college basketball experience later tonight. Troy, what you got going on before we get up on out of here? Well, I got to go to the Caps game, baby. Watch them get their <laughs> ass whooped by the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh man, this is going to be a not fun one. I don't think. But, uh, yeah, find me on over at the X uh, at Troy Tuning. Just putting out the uh, the tennis and the golf picks over there instead of on this show all the time. But, you know, tennis, hockey, and golf, we've had a pretty good start to the year. And I might even get a 78-1 to 1 outright winner here if Brendan Todd can, can take his goofy ass through the weekend with a lead. But. Glad to have the country club sports back. That's for sure. Something to watch in the middle of the day is always nice. Indeed. Indeed. Rush. At rambling rush, Twitter and Instagram. Appreciate the support everyone as always. And looking forward to being uh, the appetizer tomorrow. We'll see everyone again tomorrow. No doubt. Yeah. And, and great plug rush. Uh, Ryan and rush show. Go check it out. Uh, we'll recap the games and we're, we're your source for all West Virginia games for you. I know we have, Plenty of Mountaineer fans on the college experience, too. So get over there. Subscribe to that. And like Troy and Russ said, we're there every Saturday in college basketball. So we're going to be the appetizer, the pregame show for the main show. And then we'll do a uh, – we're figuring out the other details early next week where we'll dive into what the week's going to be. We'll project the lines. And then this Friday, this this happy hour time slot that everybody likes with the opener for the Saturday game. So Friday, Saturday, early next week. Make sure you're make sure you're subscribed so you get all the notifications. That's all I got. See you guys in a couple hours on the college basketball experience. Go Mountaineers. We are out of here. Go BYU Cougars, not Houston.